listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith, I think we have a listener question for you. We do. We do, we do. This one comes to us from Facebook and it's Bernadette. Thanks, Bernadette. Bernadette says, Faith, I have a question. Okay, first of all, Bernadette, thank you for listening and for writing. Mm. I'm not the only one in this podcast. <laughs> you, you you, are, though. You're the star of the no, podcast. I'm just half of the gender rebels. Without this podcast, without Kath, there would just be me talking to myself and it would not be anywhere what? near exciting. What if Bernadette's question speaks directly to a trans experience? It could. So let's read her actual question. Instead of yelling at her. Yes, instead of yelling at her. I always resort to yelling. It's my base instinct. Okay. (laughs) So, someone close to me has come out to me as trans, and I'm so proud of her, but so many things in the news scare me. I know she finds them scary, too. I just wonder, if you were facing starting transition in today's world, would you? Would any of the threats to trans rights going on today give you pause if you were still at the beginning of this process? Mm. Cool question. Thank you for writing in, Bernadette. So, okay, so I guess maybe the difference is you need to think about what the world was like when you started transitioning versus how the world is now. Here's the thing, and I want to say this to Bernadette's. Bernadette's friend just came out. Yay! And of course she's scared because I'm scared too. Mm. I go through cycles where I just have to check out of the news Mm. because it's too, just, it puts me in too bad a mood. Yes. So, yes, so... In the United States, people are trying to roll back transgender protections in the Justice Department. That's housing, job discrimination, um, adoption, things like this. Mm -hmm. And that sucks. Trans people in the military are getting screwed over Mm -hmm. even after they've honorably served our country. Mm -hmm. And that is really shitty, especially coming from people who claim to support the troops. Mm Mm-hmm. And actually get mad at other protesters because how dare you insult the troops like that when you actually treat the troops like shit yourself because you're kicking them out of their job. We're not even talking about VA funding. Yeah, that's a whole separate but we issue. could. So there's a lot bad in this world. And that's just the United States. There's like other countries where it's worse. People in the UK are still putting up with a lot of bullshit gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. I know, is Finland still castrating people before they transition? Mm, not too sure. Okay, something like that. Um, there's also like the entire like world of Saudi Arabia and, yeah, and, yeah. and, um, Dubai and places like that where I would be arrested on site at mm-hmm. the airport when I tried to enter the country. And, that has happened to people and it sucks Mm -hmm. and so it's not a great time to be trans but it's never really been a great time (laughs) to be trans it's we're sort of i transitioned on may 14th 2006 yeah we're actually we're we're in actually still you know i'll tell you what we are actually in probably in the United States the best time for trans people, and I'll tell you why. It's because I remember when the first time our president was trying to kick trans people out of the military, mm-hmm. 
people thought that. Yes. And I don't mean Democrats and trans people in the LGBT community. I mean people like my mom and 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 Republicans people, and conservative like people in the suburbs. High up officers in the military, Pentagon leadership. There there was a backlash. It didn't work the first time. It didn't work the recall. first time. No. Yeah. And so Every time, yeah, they're trying to roll back our rights, but this time, people care. Mm-hmm. And it's not just trans people fighting for our rights. It's it's ordinary people. Because... <laughs> You're pretty sorry. ordinary. Sorry. It's sorry not just trans down. people fighting for our rights. It's everyone else mm-hmm. also fighting for our rights. The and, cis majority. Yeah. And so that is... This is actually a good time to be trans because we've shown that... We don't go down quietly, mm-hmm. and we've shown that we've got allies. You've got tremendous support. There were protests in Times Square the yeah. day he tweeted his stupid policy that he didn't run by any actual military people. He yeah. just thought up in his brain. There was a protest that day, and that's just in New York. There were protests all over the country. There is a visibility to transgender people mm-hmm. now. There are famous transgender people now. People know the word now. There are kids, lucky kids with awesome parents who are just living their lives now. This is a thing yeah. now. And like many things, nobody cares except for a few loud people on Fox News and a few loud people on the internet. Mm-hmm. So... But that surprised me when you said now is as as good a time. Wouldn't the Obama administration have been a better time? Obama was a bajillion times better than our current president. Obviously. And a bajillion times better than the president who preceded him. Yes. Okay. Obviously. But he was a little slow on the uptick when it came to LGBTQ stuff. It, and he it's true. he did have to cut because the country the country was there before really a lot of our politicians were. And mm-hmm. Um, Barack Obama, you know, when he campaigned, he said he was against gay, gay marriage, marriage you know, yeah. and he eventually did. Um, what do you have? He had a change of heart. There was yeah. some term for what he went through. And yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, Obama did a lot of good stuff for mm-hmm. trans people and, and, and the stuff for the, you know, he made the, made sure the justice department, you know, had those protections extended to trans people. Mm-hmm. He made sure that trans people could serve in the military openly. Mm-hmm. And so that was good. He did a lot of good stuff. It was late. It was like not throughout his whole term and mm-hmm. it took him a little bit to get there. But I have a little side question for you. Yeah. And then we'll get back to the topic mm-hmm. at hand. But Obama said trans people can serve openly in the armed forces We welcome their service. They are loyal Americans. Um, Just like a soldier with diabetes or um, migraines, you know, we will support them medically and we appreciate their service. And now you all can be open and out about it. Mm -hmm. And trans service members everywhere were like, woohoo! And they came out. And now it's like this huge bait and switch. One of the worst baits and switches I've ever heard of ever. Would it have been better if Obama had not said that in the first place? No, because then it would have taken even longer. And I, again, I'm not a trans service person. I can't speak for them. 
but it's going to get reversed again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen a lot of people fight for this. And ultimately, no, I don't want to... I don't want to say it's better to not have had any progress okay. than to, because someone- Had it and lost it. Then have had it. It's, yeah, we can get it back and we will. So I came out right at the start of the Trump presidency. I, I, I literally came out at work, oh my gosh, probably like two weeks, three weeks after the election. Whoa, really? Yeah, remember? Wow. And mm-hmm. I was like so excited. I'll be like, we'll have the first female president and I'm going to join out. the party it'll and be so it'll great. be, yeah. yeah. And I, I, uh, yeah. It wasn't... I wish I were in that timeline. Yeah. We... I bet that, I bet the us in that timeline are having a blast right now. We should now. go over to CERN and, and start and monkeying with their do. equipment. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. And actually, the timeline differentiated in 2012, I would like to point out. Really? Oh, yeah. That was when Stern started up. I mean. That's when the timeline diverged. Why do you think all this Mandela stuff um, and all this, you know, Berenstain Bear stuff, that all started since then. This is, we're in the new timeline. She's got this look on her face. Like, how do you not know this? It's it's kind of borderline contempt. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, okay. so we're in this current timeline, and, and this is what we're living in, and I'm out in this timeline. Mm-hmm. I presented female many, many times back during the Bush administration, mm-hmm. or during the Clinton administration, and... I almost corrected you and said the first Clinton administration. Meh. Okay, yes. So, I, I, was, I was out in, like, Georgia, you know, in suburban Georgia, not out, out, but yeah, presenting, when you presenting, out, presenting. You were physically outside in a dress. Yes. Yes. You weren't out. No, I was not trying to go to work or school or yeah. anything like that. Or your family. Or my family or church or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And so I think people people came out back then. People came out in the nights. Because when I first got the internet in like 98, when I was like in college, mm-hmm. 97, 98, like... The first thing I looked up was like trans stuff. Transsexual. Transsexuals. And there were tons of people's homepages. Mm. And people had their homepages and they called themselves a web mistress. <laughs> and they were like, female me. <laughs> Instead oh of God. email. It yeah, was yeah. Wild West days. My I had a website on GeoCities. It had a hit counter. <laughs> you better believe I had a hit counter. How many hits did you get? Respectable. You know, not really, no. But no, um, I believe you. Did. I've seen pictures of you in that silver dress. Oh, this is pre-silver. Yeah, oh, okay. This was, this was college. So um, baby faith in your in your. I got my first like faithtobrook.com website when I it was faith to brook at Angel Fire first. Angel Fire, and it was and it was that was like two thousand two maybe. Okay, and then eventually, I think within a year or two it was faithtobrook.com and it's been faithtobrook.com since then okay i've uh, i've had a website for a long time all right um but people were coming out people were out ages ago you you know you can read about trans people in history of course and there were a few people not as many out today but there were plenty christine jorgensen yeah the dutch girl yes the Danish girl. The Danish girl. The, the, the Dutch girl is different. That was a different movie. Forget I said it. Don't yes. Google it, guys. Don't watch the don't Dutch girl. Google it. Like, it don't we even thought look it, it up. was the Danish girl, but it's... it turned out to be incredibly. Just don't. Just don't. Just don't. <laughs> so 
The Danish girl. The, not the Dutch girl. Do not watch the Dutch girl. Again, I cannot overemphasize. Please Mm-mm. don't Google the Dutch girl. So, no, I don't think. I think when people come out, when a trans person chooses to come out and they're like, you know what? I want to be me. I want to mm-hmm. be the real me. Mm-hmm. Of course we worry about stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course we worry. Am I going to be able to have a family that loves me? Am I going to have a roof over my head? Mm-hmm. Am I going to have a job? Are my friends going to reject me? Is my partner going to reject me? Mm-hmm. Is the government going to issue me a passport? Will I get arrested? Will I get assaulted? Mm-hmm. These are all things that trans people historically and today have had to deal with. Yes. And we all... When we transition, I'm going to speak for all trans people. Go when ahead. When we transition, we look at that. We know that better than anyone. We mm. we all have that fear churning up our guts that says, you shouldn't do this because X, Y, Z, because it's going to be hard, because people might reject you, because you might lose your job, because you might lose your house, yeah. because life might spiral into crap. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know that. We've been there. Those thoughts have been with us. And we chose still to come out. You do it anyway. That is so... Wow. That's what it that means. That says a lot It about how important I it think is. it does. And we want to be our true selves. Mm-hmm. And what was the thing you said of what if you had to wear a clown costume every yes, day. Yes. If and the normal thing is everyone shows up in a clown costume and you got to pretend to like yeah. wearing a clown costume because that's what everyone does. Uh-huh. So you have to do it. It's, End of discussion. Yeah. And so it's uh you would you would it's different it's deeper than that even of but it goes I more was just to the core of your of being. A- of a yeah. horrible dystopian—it's analogy, yeah. It's dystopian analogy. clown world. I would, I would wear the clown costume and pretend I liked it because I'm sort of passive and cowardly. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're right; it goes deeper than that. <laughs> I love you, passive cowardly person. <laughs> um, this is a great clown <laughs> outfit. Um, so knowing the risks, mm-hmm. you'd do it anyway. Yeah, and this, this just brings me back to the whole idea that. On that June night in in Greenwich Village, in the West Village, when cops raided Stonewall Inn, there were trans women there. Probably trans men too, probably non-binary people, gay people. There might have been just this person or two. Mm-hmm. And they were out. It was illegal for them to be themselves. You could get arrested. People did get arrested. Mm-hmm. People absolutely did lost, lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. I have gay friends who are in their, you know, who are elderly now, but are older now and grew up pre-Stonewall mm. in New York. And they had beards, you know. Yeah. Beard being the the fake girlfriend, the girlfriend. that yeah. you bring to social functions or work functions that, that can be your... Because otherwise you would lose your job. Or you marry her. You know, you could do that too. You could do that. And people did that. And so people came out. People risked. People risked homelessness. They risked joblessness. 
the people who were partying at Stonewall that night were not rich bankers and stuff. No. They were young, poor street kids yeah. who did, in fact, risk homelessness. They knew homelessness was going to be a, a potentiality, and mm-hmm. they chose it because they had to be themselves, and it was the only way they could be themselves. Mm-hmm. Other people would be themselves in just inside their own home. Mm-hmm. Or they would keep that secret. I just, I still remember, I remember reading about like businessmen who would go on trips. Yeah. And they would have their other suitcase and then Mm -hmm. in their hotel room they could dress up Mm -hmm. and be themselves. I mean, there's that guy in Catcher in the Rye that that Holden Caulfield watches. And like Mm -hmm. people did that because that was the only way they could. They couldn't, Mm -hmm. they couldn't even tell their wife or someone. They, it was the only way they could do it. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is before the internet. Can you imagine? Like, there were newsletters or there were magazines. Newsletters. Like, there were secret ways to talk yeah. about it. But can you imagine? It was it was no very internet? seedy. It was very seedy. And it, and it sort of interwove with porn. Mm-hmm. Because the ads would be, like, in the back of porno mags. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the things that... If you ever get a chance to read the book Queer and Pleasant Danger... Link down below. It is so good. Kate Bornstein. Yes. It's Queer and Pleasant Danger by Kate Bornstein. It is such a phenomenal phenomenal book. I need to buy a copy. I want to own it. Yeah, that's a book yeah. I want to read over and over again. But mm-hmm. it's it's so fun and well written. <laughs> it's someone who's like in like 70s New York. Mm-hmm. And there were out trans women because they encounter them and they worked in sex work. Yep. yep. Uh, because it was the only jobs they could get. Mm-hmm. And even then, <laughs> guys were still hooking up with trans women oh, back yeah. then they always will yep straight cis guys and so but kate bornstein talks about going to like you know the store there'd be like one store mm-hmm. in manhattan that would sell like breast form and this is new york city like big seedy 70s trash can on fire porn Graffiti theaters everywhere. in Times square yeah yeah this is like <gasps> this is taxi driver in new york city yeah and uh there was like one store, and even then, it was like you had to like go up. It wasn't on street level. It was oh. like up, you know, in a through some doors, through some doors discreetly, and they sold like breast forms and and you know hip pads and, and that's dresses what you and did. yeah, big shoes, big shoes, porn. They uh, did also porn, sell porn. Yeah. yeah, and this was all illegal. Tra- being trans was illegal. Being out, you had to pass. Mm-hmm. And any of those people selling you that stuff or interacting with you or looking at you, you were very vulnerable. It was the equivalent of buying drugs today. You've got to trust the person you're buying from. It was illegal. They have to trust you. You can be in big trouble really easily. You're a vulnerable population. Yeah. And then people like Candy Darling or Jackie Curtis or people like that who were out. You know, they were also, (laughs) for as glamorous as I try to make out, make the, um, Andy Warhol's factory in the 60s to be, those were also poor, half-starved kids. Yeah. You know, Andy Warhol is today, or today, one of the biggest names of the 20th century, and his works sell for hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. But back then, these, Andy Warhol's movies were not making money. (laughs) (laughs) They, They had a bit of money, but they were not rich. They were... A lot of them were scraping by, okay. you know, Andy Warhol painted canned soup because that's all he ate. <laughs> but, it, you know, so the, the glam gets added later. 
Yeah. And the gloss gets added later. It yeah. was gritty and shitty, and these people were poor and hungry. Yeah. But they yeah. were out, because that's... Being out and being themselves was so important. Wow. And they... These are our courageous forebears. These are the people who came out. And we wouldn't be here without them. Yeah, before there were protests in Times Square Mm -hmm. because someone tried to take away trans rights. Mm -hmm. Before Time Magazine was putting trans people on the cover. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is the world we live in. The world we live in is not that great. No. We try in our own ways to make it great and we will keep trying it's gonna be great. It's gonna be greater. The world gets better, and the world is every by every single metric. Yeah, the world is getting better, and we are in the golden age of humanity. Except climate change. Except for climate change. Yes. Otherwise, yes, it is literacy rates, wealth, vaccination um, a, rates. Yeah, everything is getting better. Education. Yeah, education. Access, internet access by almost every metric you can come up with humanity is doing better now than we were at any other time in our history mm-hmm. and that includes lgbtq rights i think that what we're seeing now a lot of these right-wing politicians in the u.s and europe and in other places um is is a direct response to that yeah it's it's entirely predictable and entirely expected and no less shitty for being so fucking cliched. Yeah. yeah. And so even though things are getting better, that line is not a straight line up. Yeah, it's a jagged line. It is a jagged line because stuff gets bad for a bit, stuff goes back, but we it's still going up. The overall trend. But I think this is one of the things that the last few years has taught me. And I've said this on the show before, so if y'all are sick of hearing it... Too too bad! bad. People my age thought that our rights had been fought for, and we were done. We didn't realize that fighting for our rights was something every generation has to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm reminded of this quote by Martin Luther King Jr., where he says, human progress is neither automatic nor inevitable. Every step toward the goal of justice requires sacrifice, suffering, and struggle. The tireless exertions and passionate concern of dedicated individuals. That's all of us. Yeah. That's all of us. We all have to do our part because the world sucks and we can make it better. And it's the only way. It works. It is. It will get there. But we do have to work at it. We will, and we are, and if and 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 we are, and we will and be double. And every generation is gonna have to work at it. Recently, yep. we had an episode where we're like, I can't believe we're still fighting for this stuff. That line is jagged. You will win things and lose things, and win things and lose things. You have to never give up the fight. But things are getting better, and trans people are gonna be out. Yeah, trans people are gonna be them. Yeah. And it's never going to be a good time to transition. It never will. It's like someone said, if you try to wait until a good time to have kids, there's never a good time. Never if have you try kids. to wait until a good time to transition, nope. it's never a good time. You transition when it's right and right for you. Mm-hmm. Transition when it's right enough. Yeah. And we're going out to Pride. Pride is this week. Uh, New York City Pride's in a few days. Mm-hmm. A lot of you may have already celebrated Pride, and that's awesome. Yeah. We are celebrating, and as part of that, we're celebrating the fact that we do come out in imperfect circumstances. Mm-hmm. 
and we're celebrating because someone dared throw a brick 50 years ago and that person came out and in even worse circumstances and it's been this 50 years that have gotten us where we are mm-hmm. and that's 50 years of struggle and things are even better now than when Marsha P. Johnson came out mm-hmm. and so we have a lot to celebrate but Bernadette to answer your question it's never a right time there will never be a right time but we can through struggle make the time better for the next people yes we can get it righter and righter and righter but we're never gonna get a hundred percent right nope it is like an asymptote do you know what that is we've had this discussion i bring up asymptotes whenever i can (laughs) yes literally every single chance i'm always confused by the asymptote which it is uh, the disambiguation is necessary it's the northern asymptote and the southern asymptote and uh they're very different creatures but the we're gonna go march and celebrate because we've earned it Mm -hmm. but then the next morning or well the next morning we're gonna recover but then the day after (laughs) we're gonna redouble our struggle and our effort yeah because it never stops, but the good news is we never stop either. Yeah. And people will always be transitioning because that's the nature of people and it's the nature of trans people. Mm-hmm. And there will always be people who are assholes and we will always try to work against them. And hey, we come out. Your friend came out, Bernadette. I came out. Plenty of people came out before and plenty of people will come out after. So don't worry about... The world being imperfect. Worry about ways you can fix it. And don't worry about the ways you can fix it. Just find some and do Just it. Just fucking fix it. Come <laughs> on, Bernadette. Why are you yeah. writing us when you could be out protesting? I would like to point out that all of this is Bernadette's fault. 100%. Yeah. 100%. If you would just fix this, Bernadette, we could have skipped this yeah. whole conversation. Well, thanks for sending your question, Bernadette. Thank you, Bernadette. And it's thanks not, for listening. It's not actually Bernadette's fault. It's mostly Bernadette's fault. <laughs> It's like 80%. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> All right, everyone. Happy Pride. This is our yeah. last episode of Pride Month. Go out and celebrate if you can, if it's safe, or if you already did celebrate. I hope you had a blast and wore sunscreen and drank water. And I love June. Yeah. June's a good month. It is. We'll talk to you next time. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye. enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels we have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards including drinks with the gender rebels at stonewall please leave a five-star review on itunes that makes it easier for other people to find us and send your questions to questions at gender or find us on twitter at the gender rebels music for the gender rebels is by jasper the colossal Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2019. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.
threats to trans rights going on today give you pause if you were still at the beginning of this process? Mm. Could you please not use my real name if you go on air? <laughs> Thanks. I just used her first name. We'll, we'll bleep it out. You know, do you want to restart? No, yeah. I'll just bleep it out. Okay. Here, I'll just say this. Bernadette. Bernadette's. Bernadette's. Bernadette. Bernadette. Yeah. Thanks, Bernadette. Cool question. Thank you for writing in, Bernadette. So, okay, so I guess maybe the difference is you need 